Hola. <laughs> it's time to double your pleasure and double your fun. <laughs> it's time for Ed and Sean. It's time for Geeksters. And welcome to episode 247, part two of Geeksters. I'm your host, Ed. <laughs> I'm your host, Sean. When did we become the Spanish Geeksters? <laughs> <laughs> I was just looking at your face I was like oh like you're like jump like what the hell <laughs> me llamo Sean <laughs> that's the extent of my high school in Spanish Bien y tu <laughs> Stacy's just Stacy's from Texas so she gets mad whenever I try to talk Spanish <laughs> Como estas, dead? Perry Como's dead? <laughs> she just, she's like, oh my god, this is, I can't believe. What's wrong, sweetheart? Did you just say, Danny, somebody has to ask you first? <laughs> I'm fine, thanks for asking. <laughs> <laughs> you know? I forget how my my pencil is yellow. My yellow, my have a pencil, yellow pencil. I forget that one. (laughs) (laughs) That right now, he's like, (laughs) 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 so yeah. High school Spanish with your host Sean. (laughs) Hola, hello, hombre. (laughs) Hombre is a color. I'm not even you know it's not. <laughs> Isn't that ombre? Stacey's <laughs> like, I can't believe I moved up here for this guy. <laughs> Most of my Spanish I learned from Sesame Street, so I didn't even take Spanish in high school. Cerrado. Abierto. <laughs> Uh, all right, so right now people in Germany are going, what the fuck? What about us? <laughs> like, why don't you learn German or or Switzerland talk Swiss or English? Because <laughs> apparently I'm not good at that either. <laughs> Look, I never said I was smart. I'm always up the front going, I'm an idiot. <laughs> That's why people like me. <laughs> she says she's over there making faces. <laughs> she's trying hard to like, not even. She's like, oh, I'm gonna kill her. She's like, oh lordy, oh lordy lord. What was that, babe? <laughs> I think I just heard. I, think I heard hate you. <laughs> <laughs> all right folks well uh here in part two um we kind of give you like a rough a real rough review on until dawn now again in the episode you'll find out why it's such an old game that we're reviewing because we're not we didn't really kind of review it we we're just kind of talking about it mm-hmm. just to give you some video game talk <laughs> <laughs> um but for the most part uh 
it's mostly the news. Yeah. We give you some Star Wars news, some Spider-Man news. Um, what other news we give you? Um, we, <laughs> we talk about a robot. We talk about... we, we <laughs> An army of robots. Yes, an army of kiosks. <laughs> basically the way Stacy puts it. <laughs> way to walk up and place my order. Yes, can I have extra fries? <laughs> Large drink. <laughs> You'll find out what we're talking about in the episode. That's but right. uh, in the meantime, uh, sit back and relax. When we get back, Ed will have a bonus article. There you go. Us. All right, so enjoy. And we're back. You're listening to Geeksters Live on AquanetRadio.com, iTunes Radio, and tune in. Social Track on Radio, those apps. All right, so before we get to the news. Yes. Uh, stay, uh, for those people who are PlayStation Network members, yes, the free games are out now. Oh, yeah. Which are the Telltale series Game of the Thrones. It's mm-hmm. the season pass, so it's all five episodes. Okay. And Until Dawn, the very popular quick time event game where you play in a horror movie mm-hmm. and you have to, it's the butterfly effect on everything that you do. Mm-hmm. So uh, we, she started playing that today for like a half hour. What do you think? I mean, it was okay. Clearly, she's got gripes. It's not that I have gripes about it. It's First of all, it's not my kind of game. I'm not like a big horror game kind of person. Um, I mean, aside from like the fear games, you know, like for whatever reason, those sucked me in and I loved all three of them. All right. Um, I did not know that this was going to be like a a decision-making game primarily. I really thought I was going to like shoot some shit or something. <laughs> All right. <laughs> you do not. <laughs> so if that's what you're going in for, don't even download it. Um, if you are cool with like watching a horror movie and getting to like make the decisions of the horror movie, it's perfect for you. Um, some of like the mechanics of it kind of tweaked my nerves a little bit mm-hmm. because like with your left stick, you walk with your right stick. You, you, are supposedly able to control the camera. But really, I'm so used to when you can control the camera, every little move that I make with my thumb, the camera makes. You know what I mean? If I want to, I can completely rotate the camera 360, right? right. That's not how this is. If you want to look left, you have to like put it all the way left, and then the camera starts panning left. Mm-hmm. You know, like There's like a lag between what you control and what the camera actually moves. Which, okay. With camera controls, I'm not used to. Right. Um, I only played like 30 minutes of it, if that, because like halfway through I had to go to the potty, so I was like, here, babe, take this over, I'll be back in a second. And then I came back and, and like maybe 30 seconds later, and didn't feel like I missed anything, so that was fine. Um, But it was more or less like, oh, we're leaving for the show in 30 minutes, what can I do, because Crash Bandicoot's going to piss me off. <laughs> <laughs> um, It's not going to do anything to make me in a bad mood. Um. So, I mean, it was okay, I guess. I'm not a fan of the Butterfly Effect movies. Okay. I've seen the first one. Didn't mind it. The second one confused me so much that I didn't enjoy it. Okay. Um, I don't know if it was like the back and forth time thing that confused me. I'm not good with time timetables going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. It mm-hmm. confuses me. My brain's too simple, okay? Like, <laughs> I just can't do it. For whatever reason, I just can't. Mm. So the second butterfly effect super confused me to the point where I was like, I don't want to watch this anymore. Like, sorry, Ashton, not my thing. <laughs> um, 
So I haven't seen too much of like the butterfly affecting the game mm-hmm. because I only played it for 30 minutes. It does look gorgeous, though. Like, okay. right when I turned it on, um, Hayden, I'm going to butcher her last name, Pinetier, I think is how you pronounce it. Mm-hmm. She's the cheerleader from Heroes. Yeah. Right. Okay. Um, she was in a Disney Channel original movie also about being an army brat, but whatever. <laughs> 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 um, that's where I know her from. <laughs> I don't even know the name of the movie, but she's a military brat in the movie. Anyways, right when you started up, her I'm guessing she's like the main character in the game. Yeah, mm-hmm. she's um, her face is on the screen. And for a second, it took me a second to to figure out whether it was really her face or whether it was, like, digital animation of her face. Like, okay. that's how good it looks. So I was like, okay, they did really good with that. Like, good job until dawn. It looks phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Um, I may keep trying to play it a little bit. There was a little, like, jump scare type stuff in there that didn't really get me. Which I'm disappointed. If I'm going to play a horror movie, I need to scare the shit out of me. <laughs> like, I need it to be the kind of horror game that I don't want to turn the lights off while I play. Okay. Right? Like, when I played Fear, the first one wasn't too bad. The second one got me a little bit. But the third game, I would not play with the lights off. Because it was so scary to me. Which I enjoyed. Like, if you're going to scare me, scare me. Don't make me be like, oh, that was it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like... <laughs> And if it's a jump scare, it needs to work. It's like those jokes where, like, if you're going to tell a joke that's, like, not really that funny, if you land it perfectly, it works. Mm -hmm. That's how I feel about jump scares. If you can land that jump scare perfectly, and it really does make me jump, I'm not as annoyed with it. Because I'm like, all right, well, at least it worked. Like, how can I be mad at it if it fucking worked on me? You know? These didn't work. (laughs) You know, like, a flash of light happens, and I'm like, oh, flash of light, keep walking. You know, like, it wasn't that big of a deal. (laughs) Now, it is only the first 30 minutes of the game, so maybe, like, as it goes, it, it'll get me a little bit. Um, Sean's sister loved the game, mm-hmm. so I'm like, well, I kind of want to see. She's a huge horror buff, so I'm like, well, if a really big horror buff likes it, mm-hmm. I feel like that says something for it. You know what I mean? Well, like I was telling her the reason why I think horror fans like it, because you actually do play the horror, like a horror movie where you get your decisions determine who lives and who dies throughout the course of the game. I... I'm interested in trying it myself. Mm-hmm. Like watching her, she kind of, I'm going to say slightly bothered me on some of her decisions making. <laughs> okay. But again, story of our life. Ed. It, but it, it's, it's kind of expected because you want to do what comes natural for you. Not, right. Like I expect her, but there's one part of the mechanics. It's being told as a story and you're in a, um, therapist's office mm-hmm. played by the guy who played Lucifer in, uh, Constantine. Constantine. He's been in a shit ton of other stuff, mm. but most people seem to recognize him from that mm. mostly. Um, or the Fire for Newton commercials for. Yeah. Uh, uh, oh, hold on. A shoe! The shoe! A shoe! The shoe again! Thank you. Oh, sorry. Everybody sniffles. Anyway, so there was a game I played a long time ago called TLC. Mm. And it was, uh, it was a story. Where you had you were psychologically evaluated while you were playing this game, mm-hmm. so like the decisions that you made with your conversation with the psychiatrist, played by John Hurt, by the way, um, and it was you know kind of paints how the movie how the game is going to play, mm-hmm. and the game was played in series like after you would make these decisions, it was more like uh, here's a psychological evaluation, how do these pictures make you feel, and then it evaluates that and then plays the next part of the movie mm-hmm. and and then 
because it was all done in like vision, like video clips. Mm-hmm. And then you watch that, and at the very end, you're talking to him again, going, "Okay, well, what do you think is going to happen next? How did you feel when this happened in that movie?" And then by the end of the movie, by the end of the game, it psychologically profiled you about what kind of a person you were, how you feel about certain things in life. It was, and it was dead accurate. Like mm-hmm. I played it like a couple times during the course of my life, and you change as you grow. And this game did pick up on my changes as when I played it when I was like a teenager to versus when I played it as an adult. Mm. So like when, when she's, I didn't know that in the game. Like when, after you have this opening cutscene, and there's a moment where you play these, the sister and I'm not getting into much of the game, but then it cuts into where you're talking to the psychiatrist and he makes you look at a picture. And he's like, well, how does this picture make you feel? feel fine and make you feel easy she's like doesn't make me feel anyway i'm like and that's not an option and it's like well you kind of have to you have to what it what that's not what i said number one okay all right okay. go ahead go ahead ed do your ding ding thing because it's coming ding ding go i don't feel like this is going to spoil anything the psychiatrist guy shows me a picture of a barn and a scarecrow okay and it's like how does it make you feel and i only have two choices either it makes me feel happy or it makes me feel uneasy mm-hmm I didn't feel either of those choices. Okay. Like, I don't feel happy or uneasy. If it would have had, like, two other choices, I might have felt those things. But out of the two choices, I didn't feel either one of those. It actually reminded me of the the second Jeepers Creepers movie is what it reminded me of. Mm. Which doesn't scare me. So even that thought didn't make me feel uneasy. You know, like, if that movie would have scared me, I'd have been like, okay, it reminds me of that. That makes me feel uneasy, so I'll go with it. It really kind of was like, oh, it reminds me of something. Like, mm-hmm. if that would have been a thought, I'd be like, mm, boom, that's my answer right away. You know what I mean? But I didn't like that it only had those two choices. Because okay. I'm like, well, I don't feel either one of those things. So I ended up choosing the uneasy one because Jeepers Creepers doesn't make me happy. You know what I mean? Like, I'm a Libra, so I'm very black or white. There is no gray area for me. So mm-hmm. it was hard for me to make the choice of whether or not it makes me happy or makes me uneasy. Right. So what I'm playing, like when I know what I'm playing, I'm very introspective. Like I'm like, well, okay. She's like, well, I don't feel either of these things. I'm like, well, okay. Well, this movie reminds me of Jeep Creeper. It's like, how did you feel about that movie? It's like, it's like trying to like self, uh, self, I guess, you know, awareness is kind of, how does something make you feel? Whether or not, like, if it's column A or column B, mm-hmm. you kind of actually have to kind of sit there and actually ponder. It's, 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 not, it's not a quick time event where you have X amount of time to figure it out. When on, on any parts of the game there are where you got to go left or right at a certain moment of time or it makes mm-hmm. a decision. But it felt like the psychiatrist part, you can actually have self-reflection. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that, that requires you to kind of go, okay, well, like, how do, I init- how do I feel when I look at this picture? And if you feel nothing, you sometimes have to, like, associate that picture with something else to try to elicit some sort of a emotional response that could probably fit in there. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, you are going pick one from column A and one from column B. So, I mean, like, some people some people play, like, I can definitely tell that she's going to be the I don't care about anybody, I'm going to kill everybody. Oh, they're all going to die. Right. I already know that going in. Right. And, Fuck them all. And to me, it's like... Okay. Um. Well, I mean, because that's part of the game. It's, yeah. it's not really. It's it's the object of the game. Honestly, is to see if you can get all these eight characters to live throughout the entire thing. Mm-hmm. That's the actual ultimate goal to get the best ending possible. Now, whether you care or not, that's one thing. But I think it's the journey of me with the games like that. I play about who the character, who I am as a person. 
what decisions do I make because that's what brings you into the story of the game. You know, like I'm more introspective about it and be like, okay, well, I really do. How uh, how would I play this moment? Would I go left or would I go right? Mm. My guts tell me to go right. You know, like, and then I have, like, there's a decision where the girl has to decide whether or not to let go of someone or let go overall. Mm. And it's like, okay, well, how would I feel at that moment? Like, you know, what decision do I make? Like, you know, like she made one decision. I'm like, I don't know if I would make how what her decision makes had like I think an already effect on the game. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, hmm, I wonder how her game's gonna play out because I, right away I'm also thinking horror movie because the incident that starts it off where you pick up it's a year later, and I'm like, I know how these horror movies because it does play on every stereotype of a horror movie mm-hmm. where like you might be able to go, oh, it's gonna be this guy because this is the reason. Mm-hmm. Like I already figured like if she would have picked one way. I was like, I think that person's going to come back and be the killer. Like, yeah. But she picked a completely different thing. And I'm like, well, maybe not. Like, who knows? It seems like it's really interesting, but it probably will have to be a game where she needs to play when I'm not in the room, <laughs> and then I'll have to play when, when, when she's not in the room, just so we can kind of go so we don't go, oh, I wouldn't do that. Or, like, you know. <laughs> I'm just thinking like these games like it's like they they you know everybody dies you're like oh, I killed them all I don't care and I'm like we've messaged the police. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, actually, the thing is that she also doesn't know about the game too. Is that um, I think that when it comes time for the major decisions, you can actually see like it's it's like the Telltale Games part where you can actually on the fly see what other people picked at that moment. Mm-hmm. You know, it kind of it's like a, almost like a live streaming thing of like of a consciousness of going. Do I go right or do I go left? Holy shit, looks like most, like, like 50% of the people went right, 50% went left, flip the coin. But if a lot of people are like, oh, well, 90% went right, fuck it, I'm going to go left just because I don't want to be like, I don't want to be with the crowd. Yeah. You know, it's I, it's like, all right. And my sister loves it. She's, I think, played it multiple times already mm-hmm. because there's multiple outcomes. Okay. It legitimately is like you can either get everyone dead or get everyone to stay, stay alive. And I'm kind of like, well, I'm, the mechanics part. Is interesting, but I also more really serious about the psychological ex- ex- exploration part. Mm. It's like, here, how is this? How does this picture make you feel, Ed? <laughs> oh, really? Like after she picked uneasy, he's like, well, what makes it what makes it uneasy? Is it the barn or is it the scarecrow? And and then it's like she picked the scarecrow. Oh well, so if that scarecrow wasn't there, would you think you'd you'd stay the night there? And she's like, no. And he's like, interesting. Like, and what her <laughs> answers are going to dictate how the game. Please, like I guarantee you, at some point in time, she's going to be isolated and alone someplace because they've painted you painted that picture of you're kind of uneasy about being alone in a confined space. Right. Like you know, or if there's like something that's scary, it's like what scares you? Spiders. Expect spiders to be in that game. Right. Like <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like all right. Like, this would be like I'm curious because me being afraid of heights. Will that pick that up? And at some point in time, I'm going to be on top of something really, really high up over like a cliff or something. <laughs> like, I'm like, this is going to be great. Like, <laughs> some guy, what are you scared of? Commitment. <laughs> <laughs> I'm scared of my beer's not going to be filled when I get back. <laughs> <laughs> So. And the Telltale one, she was like, "Oh, I don't know. Should I play that one? Is it gonna be spoilers?" I'm like, 
the game took place between two earlier seasons, so and it has got nothing to do with the majority of the characters that are in the show. Mm. So you'll be fine. I do know that all the characters who are in the show are voiced by the actual actors. So like, you know, when you talk to uh, Tyrion, it's actually, you know, what's his face? Peter Dinklage. Peter Dinklage. If it's, you know, Daenerys, it's actually Amelia Clark. So, you know, it's like, all right, Kid Harrington's in it too. It's a good, it's a good little thing. All right. Okay. All right. Anyway, so let's get to the news. All right. Hey, what, what do you got, Ed? Uh, first one we're going to start off with is uh, the Marvel director of Spider-Man Homecoming wants to introduce a new character to the MCU, which is the Marvel comic book universe. Oh, who does he want to introduce? Blade. Oh, really? He wants to bring Blade back? Yeah. He's... He wants to bring Blade back? <laughs> Blade bra- back? <laughs> All right. That wasn't that funny. But all right. (laughs) I still laughed. Stupid. Uh, John Watts, the director of uh, Spider-Man Homecoming, uh, was looking to the future, basically. You know, of course, this movie just coming out. They don't know how successful it's going to be. Of course, when this article was written last week. um, But obviously, we know how successful it is. Right. Um, So he he was talking about the future, like, uh, of the second movie. And, uh, you know, he he was kind of, like, thinking, well, you know, Blade. But I think... What, one of the things, of course, you have to think is Blade is now part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, not the Marvel Comic Book Universe. Boy, this is going to be confusing. Um, so that's that's a little bit tough. But he's also talking maybe another one. He said out Mor- Morbius. Mor- Morbius. Morbius, thank you. Morbius. The living vampire. Yes. And, uh, you know, he says uh, Morbius is kind of a cool uh, – the tone of the character is pretty dark, he's, but he's a vampire Marvel Universe thing. Is pretty cool. Maybe we could get Blade to show up too. Wouldn't that be neat? So basically, they were, they're, they're, the idea is is that he has the idea of Morbius being into the uh, Spider-Man universe, kind of Spider-Man universe, and then you know Blade comes in to take uh, out Morbius because he's a vampire. Right. And yeah, that's happened in the comic books a couple times. Um, all right. I mean, I. I did notice a couple little things. Yeah, that when when Sony is when Baby Driver, you can tell it was a Sony movie. It's a Sony movie as well. A yeah. TriStar Pictures movie, by the way. Ah. For those people who don't know or movie buffs like me, TriStar Pictures is the one with the unicorn, not the uh, Columbia with the lady with the torch. Yes. But anyway, because it's a Sony movie, there's a scene where there's a little kid playing a handheld uh, game. It's a Vita. I'm like, okay, because they didn't want to get a 3DS. Like, yeah, it's, you got, well, we need something. Get the kid a Vita. It'd be cool. <laughs> uh, sure, bring him in. Why not? I mean, I, right now, uh, Wesley Snipes like, oh, Blade, really? I'm, I'm available. Now we're gonna go younger. <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, so what else you got there in the news? Uh, well, speaking of Marvel, apparently Stan Lee used to troll DC Comics back in the day. Uh, I saw this. I saw this come up a lot on my feed lately, but I didn't want to read it because I'm like, I think Ed will bring this to the show. So let's sit back and hear what how how Stan the Man Lee used to uh, troll the DC people. Back in 1977, Stan Lee participated in a student interview by at Virginia Tech. Uh, you can now see it on a YouTube video, which is attached to the the the. Uh, article we just produced uh, via Twitter and Facebook. Go to at Geeksters to follow us there on Twitter or uh, <laughs> Geeksters on our Facebook page. Go have a look, like while you're at it and uh, enjoy. <laughs> anyway, uh, he says that we used to have a lot of fun with them when we were starting out, out selling them. 
they start they studied our books and the, and they'd say, you know, I noticed they use a lot of red on their covers. Maybe that's what we should do. So they started producing red on their covers as well. DC would, right. would copy from Marvel, Marvel. Right. Thinking, okay, all right. And of course, when when Stanley figured out that they started doing that, he'd switch the color. He would just <laughs> automatically change it. And st- we'd still outsell them, even though they were using red in their in their comic books. Make it blue. <laughs> That's exactly <laughs> it. Uh, so, <laughs> green. Son of a bitch. Big ass gamma uno. Yeah. <laughs> So he, he apparently talked down about DC a few times in this interview during that. Uh, well, how? What, what? When was the? Or when was the interview? It was nineteen seventy-seven. Okay. Yeah. So, and I said, "There's a, there is a, somewhere here. There's a, there's a link to it in our thing. I guess. Okay. Yeah, it is right here. So you can you can check it out for yourselves. If you want, to bless you Sorry. twice. Wow. There you go. I apologize. Oh, I got the sniffles now. Great. Well, speaking of Spider-Man and and all that fun stuff, uh, Kevin Feige has announced, apparently, that uh, Spider-Man 2 is going to kick off Phase 4 of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Really? Yes. Huh. All right. While I do that. Okay, anyway. Uh, Yes, uh, apparently, they... Basically, the the next uh, installment of Spider-Man that we're going to see will be after Phase Three is completed. It'll be the first movie in that set. Okay, so what's what's the end of Phase Three? Is it the Infinity War? Yes. Okay, so so we gotta wait. Well, the Infinity that Infinity War doesn't come out twenty nineteen. Yes. So this will be in twenty nineteen that we'll see the Spider-Man Two movie. Which is in two years, which makes sense. You know, usually for the for these kind of movies, it takes about two years between the the sequel and the original. Um, yeah, and so that uh, it's going to be like basically pick up right after. Um, so right after the one movie ends, Spider Man picks up kind of like what they did in this one. Yes. All right. Okay. They're doing it again. All right. Not sure. It works the first time. <laughs> it's not broke. Don't fix it. Kind of thing. I That's guess. That's right. So, yeah, so uh, they're showing, of course, The Amazing Spider-Man number 252. Those who don't know about that, which I know you do, but we're going to talk about it anyway. Actually, it's titled Homecoming, which is pretty significant because it's the it was the issue that was released after the Secret Wars uh, crossover in 1984. Where you got the black suit. Right. Okay. The big event of that and how to get the black suit and how that's. Basically, that story picks up right after Secret Wars. Oh, okay. I'm saying so they're they're kind of doing that same thing again, if for the sequel. All right. I mean, sure, why not? <laughs> Look, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. So far, they haven't. You know. I mean, I, you think that would be good to do it twice in in kind of one? Uh, I don't know. Like I said, it depends on how they open it up. Like I get how. What I liked about Spider Man: The Homecoming movie too, it was kind of sort of an origin story. Without it being an origin story, because he still was he still had to learn how to be Spider Man mm-hmm. during the course of this movie. So he, like like you said, you know, in order to actually, if you rely on the suit, then you don't, then you don't, we call it deserve it mm-hmm. kind of moment. Like he had to kind of tough love part Peter into being Spider Man in a way. Right. Like so, I mean, I kind of feel like this one had to be a natural extension of Civil War because mm-hmm. it opens up with the whole like you know shot. By Peter Parker 
you know, the whole opening movie of his perspective of Civil War. Mm-hmm. I mean, it'd be interesting because let's face it, he's still a kid. Mm-hmm. You know, so at the end of Infinity War, he's he's a kid playing among adults. Right. So you got to have maybe like that. Like you never. To me, it's kind of like if you go to a party mm-hmm. and you're the kid who's invited to the cool party. And then when you get home, you want to tell everybody about the cool party, but no one believes that you were there. Mm. So you're kind of like, oh, I just want to like, so I can kind of see that, like, it's it, that childlike exuberance of like, oh my God, I was just out in space. I met these people. I did that. Oh my God. It was awesome. I met Thor. Uh, and then everyone going, what are you talking about? Like, right. where were you for the last week? Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, I thought you were grounded. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what else you got there? Uh, an A-lister wants to star in the Young Willy Wonka movie. They're making Young Willy Wonka. <laughs> All right, who is it? Warner Brothers announced that they got the rights to the Willy Wonka estate, uh, the rights for Willy Wonka from the estate of Raul Dahl, who's the author of the Charlie and the Chocolate Factory novel. All right. So instead of doing a, another reboot of it, they don't want to do a third iteration of it. Uh, okay. You know, so they want Smart to, move. So they, yeah. so they want to kind of do something with the story. So they figured they want to do a young version. But, like, how did he become this? The Willy Wonka right. that everyone's supposed to know and love? Yes. How, where did he get the Oompa Boompas? Yes. That, you know, it's, it's, it's a, uh, what do you call it? It's a, uh, a glimpse at the child labor laws of the 60s. <laughs> <laughs> That's what the Oompa Loompas were. They were children. Yes. Um, so the the person that's interested in playing this character, um, uh, okay, give me give me give me a hint. Give you a hint. So obviously, it's not Johnny Depp. That's no, not Johnny Depp. Um, a lister. He's an A lister. He consider he considers himself an A lister. He considers they, himself. An I don't. I don't know. I mean, uh, probably when I say the name, you'll go, "Yeah, he's an A lister," and I'm like, "I don't know. I don't really know him too much." Uh, all right. The hand I'm going to give you is he's going to be in the next movie in October. Um, Blade Runner movie. Ryan Gosling. That's the one. Okay. First of all, okay, Stacy flipping out. I would say Ryan Gosling is a major movie star. Okay. Uh, uh, Ryan Gosling wants to play Willy Fucking Wonka. <laughs> yeah. Okay. See, no. That's not the angle I thought she was taking. All right. I love Ryan Gosling. I think he's gorgeous. I think he's good. Fine. Cool. Like him, right? Yeah. But Willy Wonka's real close to my heart. I don't want him to... I don't think he can be Willy Wonka enough. Does that make sense? Like him, I mean, I kind of see... I it. didn't think Johnny Depp did it right. I, I mean, I can kind of see where you're going, but I mean, I don't think you saw the movie Nice Guys with him and Russell Crowe. No. Like to me, Willy Wonka have to be kind of quirky and a little yes. slapsticky. Yes, uh, he kind of pulled it off in Nice Guys. He showed he had a comedic side to him. I don't know how. I mean, Grant, I also kind of agree. I don't know if I can see Ryan Gosling as uh, you know, young fucking Willy Wonka. Yeah, a pure imagination. <laughs> I, I just don't see him. I think he's too attractive. <laughs> like Willy's got to be kind of like quirky and not. A beautiful people. I think I've used that word 15 times today. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Like, 
fuck. Now I can't think of it. Who's the name? You know what? Okay, I would say if I had to go out on a limb and pick people who I know what you mean by the not the beautiful people of, of Hollywood, right? Um, okay, I I'm just using him as an example, not as an example of who I'd want is Willy Wonka, Adam Sandler. He's not a handsome guy. Right. He's, he's not, not a beautiful people. He's not a beautiful person, but he's guy. But he could pull off quirky. Um, <laughs> oh, John Candy, God rest his soul, would have been a good Willy Wonka, except he was too big. But you know, <laughs> he had a lot of chocolate. <laughs> I just don't know. Like, I don't know if Ryan Gosling could 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 pull it off. I mean, I I kind of feel like you might have to go with an unknown. Well, yeah, I mean, like, they were talking about, the, of course, that he was in La La Land, so he does have kind of like the singing dancing chops that he could pull off this kind of character in a sure, way, you know, like a, like if you're doing the Gene Wilder prequel kind of storyline, well, that's what they're shooting for, I think. Gene Wilder wasn't a beautiful people. Right. I mean, there's always makeup. No, it's not. Ed, Ed's, Ed's, I think it's not, what do we call it? He, the, Ryan Gosling's too handsome. Yeah. Okay. Willie Gene Wilder wasn't a handsome man. Like he was, I would say, Joe Average. Yeah. In okay. Looks. All right. So what made him special was his over the top willing mm-hmm. to kind of knock it out of the fence, kind of like take these wild swings. Like mm-hmm. Willie Wonka had the wild hair, and mm-hmm. and it's something that only Gene Wilder could do. I just can't see Ryan Gosling walking in with with you know Gene Wilder hair. At some point, or are they going to? Is that hair going to have an origin story as well? <laughs> like, I mean, even with <laughs> even, God, I hope not. <laughs> even with like um, Johnny Depp's Prince Valiant haircut, that's <laughs> when you see Charlie in the Chocolate Factory. That looks more like a Tim Burton movie than anything else. Yeah. So it's like, well, what kind of angle are they going to play? Are they going to go Gene Wilder? Are they going to go? Tim Burton, like that's kind of where you got to start off with because if you're gonna go Gene Wilder, okay, maybe we're gonna have a couple songs in there, maybe a couple dance. Like definitely the Loompa Loompas are gonna have at least a number because right. they did in both movies. Yeah. Um, if they're gonna go serious, I I don't know. Like I still kind of feel like Gosling wouldn't be the right choice for 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 that role. I mean, well, he wants that or someone wants him. He wants that. He's he's kind of he's kind of a little bit pro, uh, campaigning for it, is the word. Um, you know, of course, though they're looking for a guy between the twenty nine and thirty five, and of course, Gosling is thirty six at this point, so it's a little he's out. bit. He's out. He's out. He's out. It's automatically out. So they, they want. No, he so looks younger. Let's <laughs> face it; they want someone twenty five, so they can get a, tri- a trilogy out of it. Yeah, and it's been like okay, Willy Wonka in the Island of the Oompa Loompas. You know, Willy Wonka in the Island of the Misfit Chocolate. You know, <laughs> Willy Wonka and the Butternut Crunch affair. Like, who knows? Like, it'll just be all this. Like, it's like a, I feel like I just made up a whole young read novel series. <laughs> the Willy Wonka and young novelization. <laughs> Willy Wonka and the Hershey Kiss mystery. <laughs> like, oh, uh, they can't use Hershey. That's right. You're Willy right. Wonka, Hershey, two different companies. You're right. <laughs> if I know anything, it's candy. <laughs> Willy Wonka and the uh, against versus the angry nerds. <laughs> I'd read that. <laughs> Willy Wonka, the sweet tart trilogy, <laughs> starring Ryan Gosling. No. <laughs> 
I mean, there's always makeup. They always put prosthetics yeah, can... on Grassling and make him not as beautiful, like, kind of thing. And... Yeah, but, like, okay. I, first of all, I think that well, they should have never even touched the whole Willy Wonka thing to begin with. You know what I mean? I know that the book is Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, and that's why the, the remaking the movie, why they did that. Yeah. But Gene Wilder did it so good, sometimes you just shouldn't fuck with stuff. So just leave it alone. <laughs> Warner Brothers, if you don't stop fucking shit up, <laughs> leave it alone. Leave it alone. I feel like if Johnny Depp, who like can literally become anyone, because that's what he fucking does, if he can't do it, and I wasn't a fan of that one. I was like, mm, I don't like this. Those big fucking goggle things that he wore, and the hair, and the look, I'm out. <laughs> like, if, if, I just don't, I don't know anyone that I would want to do it. Like, not off the top of my head. I, I mean, I can't think of, <clears throat> it's tough. I mean, I, a nobody. It needs to be a nobody. Not or somebody who just started. Well, like, like you could get like uh, like Jay Puchel. I don't know if I'm butchering his name or not. The uh, nerdy kind of guy. Um, oh, the kid from um, um, the skinny kid from uh, She's All That, mm-hmm. and he does the voice for the kid from How I Trained Your Dragon. Yeah. Uh, okay, maybe. Yeah. Eh, maybe. I mean, I'd rather see like <laughs> Seth Rogen. <laughs> like uh, Seth Rogen slimmed down a little bit, or um, what's his face? Uh, get a skinny. Uh, um, uh he was just in Twenty One Jump, Twenty One Jump Street, Twenty Two Jump Street. Who's the kid that was in Juno? Uh, Mike girl? is Sienna. Michael. Is, is that oh, his Michael's name? Mike uh, Sierra. He, you know, he's like kind of awkward. He you was Scott I mean? Pilgrim in Scott Pilgrim versus where you be right. I, I didn't yeah. see it. I know that he's the kid in Juno. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. I, he would. He, he his, He's kind of awkward. Yeah. Like how yeah. he carries himself and his yeah. hair looks kind of okay. funny all the time all right. anyways. He's, he was, Visually, okay. I could go with him. He's the voice of Robin in the Lego Batman movie. Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. that guy. <laughs> 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 secret camera. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, sure, okay, I can see that. Right. All right. I can, I can go with that one. He might be a little out of the range, though, I think. Maybe. I got a feeling he's a little, I think. I, what do they I, want? 25 to what? 29 to 35. 20, yeah. 29 I, to 35. They want 29 to 35? Yeah. And Ryan Gosling is how 36. old? 36. And he wants it? Yeah. Mm-mm. They're going to have to pay Ryan way too much, first of all. Get him out. Get that uh, kid who's no one knows his name that I was just talking Michael about. Sarah. He's a, he's a Canadian Sarah. actor. He was born in 1988, by the way. Okay, so he's only a couple years older than me. Right. All right. So he's like 29. Boom. <laughs> give me a job. <laughs> All right, I can. You know what? Looking at the photo, he's in it. Right, the photo I have him. He's in a tuxedo. Yeah, he must be an Oscar. I, I can totally see throw a top hat on him, turn that suit purple, make the tie spin around or let up or something funny. I, Just make it fat. Make a big fat tie. I can totally see him pull young uh, a young. What do you call it? Uh, All right, Wilder. Ascot. That was a good call, sweetheart. <laughs> I can I'm, I can sign up for that one. I'm all. The, I'm. I'm in. I'm in for that one. Get I need him. a job. Call yeah. me. <laughs> all right. So uh, I guess. Uh, I'll help you out with that Batman movie too. <laughs> Oy. All right. So uh, there you have it. You no, know, Robin. No, Ryan Gosling at all. Then I, I just don't see it. I just don't. I can't. I can see it, but you know. I I just can't. I don't even know. I'm not. I've never really seen Michael. Not uh, Ryan Gosling in any movie, other than clips here and there. He's I've in seen. a Notebook. I, I, obviously, yeah, yeah, because <laughs> like, yeah, hey. I, I've seen that one. <laughs> he sang. He played. 
well, main person in the notebook, and it's a sappy love story movie. So does that change your opinion yet? It should. <laughs> she still wants me to see that movie. <laughs> I'm the that. Nice Guys is a really good movie. He's really funny because, like, I gotta be honest. I gotta get. I had a like when I first saw Ryan Gosling, I was like okay with him. But then all of a sudden, it felt like Hollywood was really trying to shove him down our throats. Yeah. Like he was in everything. I'm like, you He's know, a beautiful people. I, I I realize that, but I just can't. Like I, I don't want to see him in everything. Like he seemed to be like in everything, and then he kind of disappeared. And then seeing him in, in the Nice Guys, which is like a period seventies period piece, and him right. actually being funny. Like there is a moment in that movie where he comes across. I said it on the show. Comes across a dead body, and he does. What is the perfect Abbott and Costello like <laughs> kind of thing? And it's I'm in tears because I'm waiting for that. <sighs> oh, like he's so I'm like, oh my god, that's hysterical. Like <laughs> it was so I'm like, all right. He, so I know he could do comedy. I was like, all right, you know. And I'm kind of excited to see him in Blade Runner because he kind of fits that brooding detective noir kind of feel to him. Mm. Oh, so I'm like, all right, but as as Willy Wonka, I just can't just can't see it. I just can't see him going, no, wait, stop. Or that huge scene at the end where he like flips the fuck out. You get nothing! The grandpa, like that Good big day, sir. speech that he gives. You, I don't you, want Ryan to get that. You stole fizzy living drinks! Good day, sir! <laughs> you get nothing. Perfect. I, just, yeah, I can't see him going over the top. Um, but Michael Sarah, sure, I can for whatever reason. Like I'm, st- he's still on my screen. I'm like, you're welcome. I, I, all right, I'm in. I, I can see that. I, I can't because the too much awkward scenes he's done in those in his career of all the movies that he's been in. That kind of I don't see him being that kind of Willy Wonkish type character. No, I quirky, think young Willy Wonka would yeah, totally be awkward think, as fuck. Yeah, so do I. I think that he would have to kind of, especially... I think he... This is the thing. I don't think like Willy Wonka was ever awkward in his life. You he know, locked himself in his factory for X amount of years. If that don't scream awkward, Ed. <laughs> that sounds creepy, actually, because he's locked creepy, in with all these awkward, loopas. What the hell are they doing all those years? <laughs> What do you? How do you think they came up with snozberries? Oh yeah, God, it's fucked up. Come with that card, it stretches out. <laughs> All right, so what else you got there in the news? Did you ever any questions in Star Wars, like how certain scenes transition, and you're like, well, wait, why had this happen, or why did this happen? Example? Uh, well, I, I will be in in in, a, in the next story. Uh, okay, in the next story. But are, are, you, are you talking? Are you talking about like the wipe transitions? Not the like, wipe. Not the wipe transitions. There's just certain things that happen. You go. Well, how did they get to this point? Like there's oh, okay. there's like missing elements in this story that's not really like doesn't have to be explained. You're like you're well. You're like I call them logic gaps where you where the the filmmakers take um, hope that you're smart enough. To be able to fill the gap between how they got from point A to point B. Exactly. It's like, oh my God, we need to get to Jersey. And the next scene, they're in Jersey. How did they get there? Well, you don't want to see a two-hour people of them in the car going, we will listen to it on the radio. Like, you kind of have to take a, 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 a gap there. Right. Okay, is that is that what we're talking exactly. about? Exactly. Okay. Exactly. All right. So Star Wars, they've, they've come up with a thing that's called Forces of Destiny. And it's a web series that they're putting out on the Disney XD channel and online through their YouTube channel that you can check out. And there's different ones that you can do. And it's a writer. Her name is uh, 
Jennifer Murrow. Okay. And uh, she she wrote all these things. She she went with Lucas uh, Arts Film and 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 talked about it with them and and figure out like all these logic gaps that people kind of had questions about. And now you can get those those answers. They're going to be released actually this past week, so they're out there and right now to enjoy. So go ahead and and when you get a chance, check them out. Um, but I will bring up one important question that I kind of had an answer for, and they actually answered it okay, in the next story. What's your question? Let's see if I can come up with their answer. Princess Leia in Return of the Jedi, okay? okay. They land on the moon of Endor. Right. She's wearing the camouflage gear. Uh-huh. They have the, the, the speeder bike chase, right. okay? She finds an Ewok. They go off trolling together, you know, in, in terms of, you know, thing. And the next thing you see her when they all meet again, when the Ewoks. She's got kept, the long hair. She's got the long a... the dress. And you go, well, how did she get those clothes? Like, you know, like, like. Okay. There's no Ewoks really wearing clothes. So it's like. Well, I mean, okay. If I had to take a guess, I mean, at that point, um, it was probably, they probably made it for her for camouflage. Well, no, it was at the end. Cause she was wearing the whole, she was wearing the whole thing no 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 see i would say it's kind of casual attire because she's she's wearing it when luke is decides to go off to meet her father right well it's you know when when they're when they're tied up and they're about to be barbecued in the eye right. of gold guys right and they cut him down and then they have like their meal and that's right when luke gets ready to go off to confront his father right she's got her hair long she's wearing like well the... she was already like she comes out and she goes these are my friends like don't do oh, it okay. she's already wearing those clothes right so you go well, how did she get those clothes never cared but all right <laughs> i mean i never did i just never like i went well the web series <laughs> answered that question okay. and i'm going with this whether i mean you, no no i mean it's, whether I'm, you care or not i mean i'm curious but i was like that you can say that about any character in any movie Just go ahead uh it's called this one's the episode's called uh ewok escape and basically it's after princess leia meets wicket and they're there they go okay. off basically back to the village well as they do there's two stormtroopers looking for the people that were being chased off by the speeder bikes okay so they basically are taunting some Ewoks that are in, in the uh, forest. All right. So Princess Leia and Wicket co- devise this plan to stop the two uh, uh, stormtroopers. So the Ewoks see her as a friend of the Ewoks. So in honor, they give her the dress. They make her the dress and give it to her as being part of the tribe. Oh. Well. Okay. I mean, that's fascinating. I thought it was fascinating. I mean, I guess. I mean, I didn't know you had that such a interest in women's well, clothing. You... <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just like all of a sudden, like something's different and you go, why, why did that happen? Like, like, and you go, you don't really think too much of it because the story is so driven that you go, all right, I'm just waiting for this or, the, you know, like certain important scenes like Luke's going to meet. You know, Vader, like what kind of confrontation is that going to be? That the... You're completely oblivious to the fact that she's wearing Whereas, something different. Yeah. But isn't Han too? Like, aren't they all at some point in time during that time? Like, she comes out and he's, you know, he was in the. Well, he was wearing this the jacket. He took the jacket off, and he was wearing his regular clothes underneath. I never saw him take the jacket off. I just assume he took it off sometime. Oh, okay, see, <laughs> it's a leaving logic that I just assume. <laughs> I mean, maybe they'll have a webisode about that. <laughs> now I'm gonna have to write into Lucasfilms. Go. <laughs> How did he not have the jacket and seen so and so? Here, okay, we'll put up on the screen. It's just I heard some guy pretending to be Harrison Ford going, "I'm a little high. I'm gonna this off." Well, it's an animated series, so they can, so draw, can just draw it out, draw it out, and have some guy go, 
Oh, no heat's really hot. Oh, I don't know why I'm this poncho. Let's just take this poncho. Oh, Chewy, hold my poncho. <laughs> and, then, and then there he's in his double yeah. shirt. Yeah. Oh, there was something else I noticed, too. Sorry, to, to go back to Baby Driver. Uh, sorry. He, the kid looked, but he had a jacket. I don't know why. It reminded me of young Han Solo in, in Star Wars. It almost looked like the, a vest and white shirt combo. I don't, what? He had like a zip up hoodie on, okay? Mm. And the sleeves to the hoodie were white. Mm. And then the chest part to the hoodie was like a really dark blue. That was it. <laughs> I don't For some reason, it reminded me of Han Solo. I don't know why. That's not why I'm glaring at you. Because I fucked it? Yes. So, you know. <laughs> so? Who cares? Not so. We care. We care. <laughs> <laughs> we're in this little room with you. And there's no Windex. Oh, it's over there. It's over there. It's fine. Why do I need Windex? Because last time you did that, it stunk real bad and we didn't have anything else, so I sprayed Windex in the air. <laughs> I'd rather smell Windex. I'd rather smell the, the chemical smell of Windex than your assy fart gas. So what else you got in the news? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, apparently, the a piece of speaking of Star Wars, <laughs> a, a piece of uh, Star Wars memorabilia went for two point seven six million dollars. Was it Leia's dress from <laughs> Return of the Jedi? Because apparently, you're really fascinated with that one. <laughs> no, it was C three PO's. It was a three three PO outfit. The actual yes, Anthony Perkins. Was it Anthony Perkins? Anthony Daniels. Anthony Daniels C-3PO. I know. I'm saying, was it Anthony Daniels screen-worn? No, it was R2-D2. Did I say R2-D2? No, you said C-3PO. Oh, I'm sorry. It was R2-D2. Oh, okay. Okay. (laughs) That's why I'm like, wait, why are you talking about (laughs) C-3PO? Now I know why. So Kenny Baker's. Kenny Baker's, yes. Screen-worn suit. Screen-worn suit that was worn in the original trilogy in episodes one and two for for the next trilogy. That that one went for two point seven six million dollars. Talking about episode three and four, or episode one and two? We're talking about four, five, and six. Okay, and one and two. So he wore it for five movies. Yes. Okay. All right. So, so he wore it for one, two, four, five, and six. Yes. Okay. All right. All right. I look. I want to clarify. That's all. Why wasn't he wearing three? Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Contact forces of destiny <laughs> and ask them. I, was, that, I have no idea. That it, does, it does not say why he didn't wear it for episode I, three. I gotta know. <laughs> what, did he go? Did he go all digital with that R two that that year? <laughs> like, uh, all right. I Is think that the one so. Where he flew in. Did he fly in three? I think. No, uh, not fly, uh, but like his little he had the little, little jet, jet thing he came up. Was it two? Two. It was two? Yeah. Where I they went. An to what it. the fuck would they learn how to do that? Why did he do that in four, five, and six? You know how many times he could have saved their asses? That's a force of destiny question. It really is. <laughs> really? Yes. They talk about that one? I don't know, but they should. Uh, they should? <laughs> they like, should. Hey, fuckers, who cares about what the, we call it, how many dresses Princess Leia had? How the fuck an R2-D2 fly in episode two, one, two, and three? Not four, five, and six. What the fuck happened? And on top of that, Miss Forces of Destiny, explain why R2, who n- never got his memory wiped, never decided to tell somebody that Anakin Skywalker was Darth Vader. Never once. 3PO got his memory wiped. R2 did not. 
So that son of a bitch knew what was going on the whole time, and he was that much of an asshole and didn't say shit. They're going to flag your email as spam. They don't even care. Oh, I'm just saying. <laughs> saying. I'm just saying. I mean, forces of destiny that. <laughs> I think that's a valid question. Really? I mean, like everyone no, talks no, no, about like we should start sending the emails to these people. Go, hey, just explain it to us. Just I just wanted uh, three lines. Because it's a fucking movie, that's why. All right. Because <laughs> we didn't think that far. We didn't think no one would notice. <laughs> what did we learn? Learn to keep your big fucking trap shut if you want to see episode fucking nine. <laughs> All right, so what else you got there in the news? Uh, Batgirl. Okay. There's apparently, there's a, now a list of women that are... Uh, a shortlist? Shortlist that's going to be, uh, could be the next Batgirl. Uh, Stacey's got her phone. She's like, I don't know who any of these people are going to be, <laughs> so I need to, I need to Google faces. <laughs> well, actually, if you go to the article we just po- I just posted on Twitter and Facebook, it will give you each face of each each actress in this list. I'm on top of that. Now, the of course the the, the they thought the front rubber the, the, they thought the front rubber was Lindsay Morgan. Who? Exactly. I have no idea who Lindsay Morgan is. But, All right, hold on. I'll, I will. Uh, I will do this. Lindsay Morgan. But apparently there is a Reddit article that's been out there, and here the list of names that are among the candidates to be the next Batgirl. And probably, I don't know any of these names. Hopefully somebody does. Lindsay Morgan's in the show The 100. Okay. She was also in uh, the Night Shift TV series, Mm -hmm. Casa Vita TV movie. Hasn't been in a lot of things. Okay. All right. So So the list is Ella Fanning. I'm going to say Dakota Fanning's sister. Okay. Uh, Olivia Cook. Okay. Um, all right. I don't know who that is. Uh, Catherine Langford. I don't know who that is, but I, I uh, she's cute. So looks like she, oh, okay. The photo I'm looking at, look, like she punched somebody. Like, <laughs> like, look at her. She's got bruises on her knuckles. I'm just saying. I think that's the chick from 13 Reasons Why. I think that's Hannah Baker. Oh, you know what? Gotta be honest, she could pass for a young Angelina Jolie too in that photo. Botox. Well, <laughs> let me continue on. Tane <laughs> okay. Levy, 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 yes. Nah, nah. can't see that now. Uh, Margaret uh, Quigley. Uh, nah, I'm trying to picture some of these with redhead as redheads, <laughs> and I just uh... Haley Lou Richardson. No, I don't know who that is. Emma Roberts. Hey, okay, well, she right now on that list is probably the only really big name, mm-hmm. but it's Joss, so he might. He, Joss usually gets the person, the right person for the job, apparently. So, mm. um, uh, all right. I mean, I can kind of see her. Uh, okay, there's two more. Uh, Naomi Scott. All right. And Bella Throne. Bella Thorn. Thorne. Thorne. I don't know, right? Hold on, I'm, I'm, I'm copy and pasting Bella Thorne because I, I don't know if that's a, a good pick. La la la, la la la, Thorne, actress. Um, okay, yeah, she was in but Break My Heart a Thousand Times. Uh, okay, no, sorry, she was in You Get Me, Keep Watching, Famous in Love, Amityville The Waking, Boo, a Medea Halloween. 
She was Cora in the voice. All right. Um. Sure. All right. Whatever. Sure. Um. Uh. What? You huffed. I had to to look something up before I spoke wrong on something. So. Okay. I, I don't know. That's the short list. That's the short list. Okay. If I had to go. I gotta be honest. I keep going back to that Catherine Langford. Yep. Um, if just visually, I mean, forget the fact I've. She is the girl from Thirteen Reasons She's Why. She's Hannah Baker. She's Hannah. She's the girl who kills herself. But <laughs> there is something. Well, she is. It's a whole story based around her killing her. It's no secret. <laughs> I'm Hannah Baker, and here's your tape. <laughs> <laughs> I am Batgirl. Here's your tape. <laughs> um. I don't. I, you know what? I gotta be honest. Out of these people, she's really the only face that really jumps out at me. Okay. I mean, maybe it's because I think she's the most attractive out of the bunch. Okay. But I think also is that she has that. Uh, maybe it's the photo. She's got that little sassy kind of hand on the hip. I, I, I'm telling you, those are bruised knuckles. She hit something. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, all right. Looks like she could throw a punch then, probably. All right. <laughs> um. Okay, I would say she's she's. I would put her. What do you got there, sweetheart? I agree with Catherine Langford. Um, if she wasn't on the list, I would say Olivia Cook with red hair, right? Okay. So that's the person right above Catherine. Right. I don't want Emma Roberts. She's too big. All right. You know what I mean? Like, all I can see when I think of her is... Julie Roberts. No. Um, American Horror Story. Okay. It's like the bitch that she played in American Horror Story. All right. right? <laughs> It's the only thing I really know her from. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess she was in that Scream Queens or whatever. Yeah. Okay, I didn't watch that, though. Bella Thorne, while I think she's really pretty, fun fact about her, she's a super big, like, into lots of drinking and partying and okay. having lots of fun these All right. days. Yeah. Um, the only reason why I know that is because I have a Snapchat. <laughs> <laughs> And I watch the Snapchat stories, not her Snapchat stories, but others. And there's she's always in these news articles about going out and partying with Scott Disick, who is one of the Kardashians' baby daddies, right? Uh, But he's a super big alcoholic, has been to rehab like 10 times, you know what I mean? And she is just partying a lot. Mm. I don't think she should be given a big movie role like that right now. Like she, um, like a flight risk. Uh, you might you see she's like the Lindsay Lohan of yeah. the 21st century. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That she's got the potency of uh, being like, I'm not showing up for work. Right. I'm not willing to do the work. Like she's to- not going to take it seriously. Because right. she's partying like a rock star right now. Like, I think she's like 19. Okay, cool. Be 19, party like a rock star at 19. You don't get to be Batgirl yet. <laughs> your priorities are all fucked up. Bella, go sit down somewhere. We're going to give it to Catherine, who made... Who was in a TV show about 13 tapes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like. All right. Sure. I'll, all right. Um. Wow. See, this, this is this is the reason why people have problems in Hollywood. I mean, I granted, I know, I know the party girl, I kind of agree with. I don't think that, like, it's like it feels like Lindsay Lohan all over again. Yeah. You don't want that kind of problems with DC. Right. I mean, of course, right. that, that's probably who they're going to sign, though. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> You know, probably. Let's, let's, you know, let's get to be honest with it. But the thing is, is that like, like a lot of like, like Ryan Gosling going back to that one, like you, you stereotype him in a certain way, and it's just like I can't see him doing Young Willy Wonka, and it's just like 
give the guy a shot. You know, you never know. I mean, like, there's been surprises. Look, I look, a, Heath Ledger. We, look, we, I am not disagreeing on that logic. I completely agree. Give him a shot. But there are certain things that just kind of go, well, what can I... Would I be interested in seeing a Ryan Gosling Willy Wonka movie? I gotta see a trailer because I'm like, you gotta sell that to me because I'm not really. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, he's really got to really over like top of it. Like, I mean, he's I, really got to kind of blow you away with it. The uh, whole... Okay, well, first the first one is I love that first one. First mm. one's a classic. You can never deviate from that one. Mm. When I heard Tim Burton was making one and, and Johnny Depp was on board, I was like, all right, you know what, I'm in. It's Johnny Depp. It's it's not going to be. The one I know, but I'm interested to see. It's more of I'm interested in seeing what Tim Burton's take on this thing is. Mm-hmm. And being that it was supposed to be a little bit more closer to the book and not to the movie, right? Um, I'm like, all right, I'm in. It didn't. It, some of the jokes didn't land with me. Some of the scenes didn't land with me. I right. felt like it just didn't feel good. And like I didn't walk out going, "Wow, that was a great movie." I walked out and went, "All right, I saw it." Like. I wasn't blown away by it. You know, so I was like, all right, this one, is they're going to go a prequel? It's, it's, I think that movie, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, is, is, is hard to kind of reproduce because it's of a time and of an age and it had a sense of whimsicalness to it. Okay. But yet also batshit craziness where it's like some of those scenes you can't be like a kid and... Like the scene where they're on the boat and the, the rowers keep on rowing. There was like a oh, decomposing. scary. That yeah. was like a decomposing animals in the background. You're sure. going, who the fuck was tripping on acid when they made that scene? Yeah. Like it was seventies. It was that right. time. It's like hey, like all right, <laughs> let's do this. Fine. And as a kid, I never really put two and two together. I was like, and I always loved that scene because it was always like you got to see him kind of his him, him being completely mad at that moment. He was. Basically, the Mad Hatter before I even knew the Mad Hatter. Mm-hmm. Like, with that hat, right? <laughs> Alice in Wonderland came first. <laughs> I understand that, but I wasn't an Alice in Wonderland. I never saw that movie. <laughs> I understand. Never read that book. But if I had to pick someone to be a Mad Hatter, if I was casting a movie back in the 70s as an Alice in Wonderland, Gene Wilder oh, totally. totally would have been the Mad Hatter for me. Mm. You know? Which is crazy because Johnny Depp does play the Mad Hatter. That is weird, isn't a it? a phenomenal Mad Hatter, but he couldn't go over to the Willy Wonka. Willy Wonka. Whereas Gene Wilder could have done both. Yeah. Wow, fascinating. <laughs> what we learned here at Geeksters today. <laughs> All right, so you got any other news there, Ed? I got plenty of news. All right, what else you got? Give me one more. Are you ready for the robot overlords to take over and police our city? I've been ready ever since I got a smartphone. There you go. Okay, well, apparently the first robotic police department will be in Dubai. Dubai, really? Yes. I, I, I'm not surprised those rich sons of bitches <laughs> always have to... Piss their money away on something stupid. Why not just do it in fucking Detroit? That would be the real fucking test. And one step closer to RoboCop. <laughs> you know, what's funny is that's how they begin this article. Really? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but basically, <laughs> there's there's going to be a robot ar- uh, robot police force. It's not a, the full force, but it's going to be a part of the force. And they're not policing the whole area of Dubai. It's going to be the shopping malls. And the tourist centers that these robots are going to be in. Go ahead. No, 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 no. I thought you had something to say. <laughs> anyway, uh, yes, they are uh, going to be five, four, uh, five feet, four inches tall. They're going to weigh about uh, 220 pounds. And uh, they're going to have eyes and a face, but no nose. And they're going to basically have so a. So they can't sniff out trouble. 
Apparently, that was, yeah. a, that was just for me. And they, it will have a touchscreen so you can report petty crimes to the police, which they will be able to address and have actual uniform officers, human beings, come to raid and rescue uh, raid, uh, in, in lieu of uh, rescue. So uh, well, let me just hear me. I'm just make sure I'm up to speed here. We're at a shopping mall in Dubai. Mm? Someone steals my purse. Mm? I run over to a robot. Touch a touchscreen guy. I was just robbed, yeah. and they're like, "We will get someone right away." Well, the thing is, they they have they have cameras everywhere, and they have body cameras. So, oh, okay. they, if they're witnessing, at least they'll have like a a record. Yeah. So it's just basically you walking down the street, and it's just these robots just standing there looking at you, probably driving around, like zooming around, driving, like, just driving around, just like, driving around, like, like Google cars. Yes, yeah, it's like uh, stop, or I will say stop again because <laughs> apparently I am strapped into this seat. Like, totally well, they're on cars. <laughs> They'll be on wheels. The robots themselves moving it'd be, around. It'd be what you call it. They, they would look like uh, a top cop on a. What do you call it? One of those segways. <laughs> what are your questions? Okay, can they actually stop a crime? Is my first question. No. So they're kiosks. Basically. I, yeah, that's what I'm getting okay. at. It's like, uh, quick, I need a cop. Let me go over here and go, if if you have an emergency, press one. <laughs> right. Like, if, if, <laughs> is this a petty crime? Press three. What kind of is it? Like, by the time I get done through ordering my <laughs> crime, the guy's gone. <laughs> when you first talked about it, all I could think was like, iRobot, right? And in iRobot, those robots chase you. Like right. they are—they're runners. Well, they—they they they say they're they're kind of, they're working on on future models of the of this. And then by 2030, 25 percent of the police force will be robotic. Twenty thirty. Twenty thirty. Yes. In Dubai, though. In Dubai. Is crime rampant in Dubai? <laughs> I don't. Know. I mean, I don't know. It seems to be like every picture I've ever seen always seems to be like fancy glass buildings and a lot of people spending. I mean, they say America's wasteful with cash. I don't particularly need a pool that hangs 10 feet off the side of my building. Oh, I need that. I, <laughs> I need that. Or build a ski ski, ski slope in the middle of a desert, like right. a snow ski slope yeah, that, like, uh, that produces snow. I need that, too. <laughs> so it's like, a, so I don't understand. Like your pick, I don't really see crime being, uh, but again, I don't live there. Like it could be like uh, Atlantic City, like good block, bad block. Yeah, bad block, good block, worst block, crack block. Like maybe you know, it, <laughs> it, it could be like that with with Dubai. It could be like, look, here's the fancy shit that you saw in Fast and Furious Seven, but the moment you turn a corner, it's like it becomes like West Side Story, where there's nothing but gangs. Oh. Exactly. No, Rob. It's step, pivot, turn, step, pivot, turn. Not turn, <laughs> pivot, step, perm, pivot. Come on. Oh, I'm so sorry because I'm a Jedi. I used to be a shark and it used to be step, pivot, pivot, step. <laughs> like, I mean, <laughs> I I don't know. Stacy, look at I up. am Googling the crime rate of Dubai. Because <laughs> <laughs> right. I need to know these things. I, do, I got questions. Because I do kind of feel like it's like, hello, Muffy. We're going to go down to the... Uh, Dubai Shopping Center and buy ourselves a gold lame toilet. <laughs> and, okay, sweetheart, let's go because I have daddy's money. We're you know we're renting a yacht in two hours. <laughs> okay, lovey, you know. <laughs> and then they just go, and all of a sudden, like 
Here comes a little kid, grabs a purse and runs, and there's like a robot just going, hey, please stop. You're like, stop, or I will say stop again. I will I will notify the police if you do not stop. Like, there's, there's a little, there's, there's, their headlights are blue, and they go, woo, 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 woo. Like, or is it full-functioning Terminator where it's like, ah, hey, stop, snatch poacher, poach snatcher. I'm going to snatch that purse. Ah, ah, get to the chopper. All right, let's switch the crime okay, rate. So I Dubai. really thought they were going to give me percentages here. Uh-huh. Okay, they didn't. Right. It's it. The index is. Um, oh no, that's way too much to read. Sorry. Let me <laughs> I clicked on like a little info icon, hoping right. they were going to like translate, show me how to train. No, it was no. Anyways, the crime index in Dubai is 19.56. There's not a percent sign after that, okay? So I don't know if that's a percentage or not. I mean, that's so the safe. safety index is 80.44. So it's already a safe place to be. They have broken down the types of crime that all those numbers come from. Uh-huh. It's a very long list. Of course. Okay. But the safety in Dubai... Safety walking alone during daylight is 90.73. Okay. So I'm like, all right, so it's not that bad of a place. Right. Right. If I was going to try out like robot cops, I'd put it in the safest fucking place possible just to see. You don't want to put it in like the crime ridden streets and destroy. They're going to shoot it. (laughs) (laughs) Kiosk isn't going to do shit with my illegal. Put put it in Philly, we'll mug it. (laughs) (laughs) Philly, rob it for parts. I, I, Someone's gonna take it to the fucking junkyard and try to weigh it in for money. Like, chop chops. <laughs> I, I, I get it. Put it I in got a motivator. Place. I mean, I, I guess. <laughs> right, quick. This this robot cop's got a bad motivator. The next thing you know, we're in Star Wars. <laughs> I like. Hey, look. There's R five D four going trying to catch a purse snatcher. Like, I, I mean, okay. I get what you're saying. If you're gonna try out something. That's that. Why not put it in a safe spot? Yes. Yeah. To see if crime maybe goes up or goes down, or if it stays the same. I mean, but it literally does sound like you know you run by a sensor say you stolen a purse. Please stop. No, like they're gonna like print out tickets from their stomach for jaywalking. Right. All right. Yep. You know, like, <laughs> <laughs> Please. Turn the to, to Terminator. We're all inside, or not Terminator. The Robocop. The two missile right. launchers come out of their shoulders. <laughs> Sir. They wipe out like three blocks. <laughs> I've caught the purse stature. Sir, we've noticed you've been per- you been jaywalking. Please step up to the kiosk and give us your information. <laughs> right. You'll get your ticket. Fuck you. And you're like, fuck you, dude. Oh. That is the second warning <laughs> I'm giving you now. <laughs> Sir, please step up to the kiosk so we can assign you your ticket. You can pay with your card right here. Like, is it going to look like Baymax? Because now all I can think of is Baymax. <laughs> well, they got a picture of him here on the guy. screen. I got to be honest. It's very, very um, Orwellian. Because they gave him a little hat. And they gave him eyes. They gave him a little suit. He, he looks like a little like a uh, guy. It looks like a seventies robot, like from like. It definitely looks like something out of like a seventies, a shitty sci-fi movie, movie from the seventies. Yes, uh, he's got three fingers, well, two fingers and a thumb, and a hat, yeah. and and a little touch screen on his belly, like. Hey, you no, know, he's doing the salute. He's not doing the Hitler s- salute. Like uh, he's saluting. He's like, no, come to me. You are perfectly safe in my town. I have three fingers. <laughs> like, <laughs> I can't flip you the bird. I am completely harmless, but I am here to protect you. 
Welcome to Dubai. Please state your crime. <laughs> I was just stabbed. Where you apparently you seem to have suffered an injury. If you like to th- have you been stabbed in the torso? Press one. Have you been stabbed in the leg? Press two. If you've been stabbed in the arm, press three. If you've been stabbed in the head, press any button you want. Because- Do you feel as if your life is being endangered right now? Press three. Please hold. <laughs> Thank you for contacting the Dubai Police Force. Some of all, for all calls are currently busy. Please stay on the line. And we we'll right with your emergency. Meanwhile, the guy is on his cell phone canceling all his credit cards yeah. and all the you know that was faster than the police. Yeah. Uh, my bank contacted me, noticing that there was an illegal purchase. <sighs> If you know the name of your crime, press one. <laughs> if you like it in another language, press dose. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, just, uh, I mean, okay, good for Dubai. <laughs> fancy rich people get robot cops, where the real criminals are being allowed to just willy nilly do whatever they feel like they should plead. I want RoboCop coming in. <laughs> now. Why'd you shoot him, RoboCop? Jaywalking. (laughs) (laughs) I said stop three times. (laughs) Uh, All right. Well, I guess we'll call that one a night then. Um, Yes. Well, if you want to let Ed know how you feel about the robot overlords of Dubai, you can contact him at ed at wordswithgeeks.com. Or you can contact Sean at Sean at wordswithgeeks.com. That's S-H-A-W-N. In the meantime, if you can... Please go to our Facebook page, Geeksters, and give us a like. Follow us on Twitter at Geeksters. Don't forget to... If you want to do the rebroadcast of this show or our past shows, you can go to wordswithgeeks.com or our Facebook page and look at the About section. But you can also go to iTunes. We'll be there under Geeksters, as well as Google Music Play, and find us there as well. But like I said, you can go to the Facebook page or our wordswithgeeks.com website and find all the other places you can download or stream our show for free. And once again, if you want to contact Ed on anything you've seen or heard on the show, you can contact him at Ed at wordswithgeeks.com. Or you can contact Sean at Sean at wordswithgeeks.com. That's S-H-A-W-N. See you next week, folks. Bye! Golden talk. <laughs> there, I the multi-language show of geeksters, and welcome back, everybody. Hey, everybody, welcome back to the end of part two. As promised, Ed has another art of bonus article. Okay, and I'm hoping for a good one. I got a few, so I don't know. I'm going to give you some. some give me headlines. Give me headlines. One. Okay. <laughs> Why movie theaters originally banned popcorn? Okay. Hungry hacker stole $3,000 worth of snacks from CIA vending machines over several months. So a hacker stole stole snacks, snacks $3,000 worth of snacks from a CIA place? From a CIA vending machine. Okay. Gene Simmons wants to trademark a gesture. I That's old news. And Star Wars versus Star Trek ed- argument ends in assault. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that one kind of... I want to hear that one. <laughs> you want to hear, okay. That was a good one. All right. Maybe save the next one for next week. <laughs> uh, it's been a question for decades, which is better, Star Wars or Star Trek? Apparently, two roommates in Oklahoma City 
took the conversation a little too far. Uh, the one that the one that was uh, the assaultee was uh, the assaulter. I'm sorry, is 23 year old Jerome Wyatt, and apparently he did not like the roommate's answers, and the roommate started to go back to his bedroom. Well, Wyatt basically told me he was a trick, and basically grabbed him and threw him on the floor. The roommate proceeds to get up and keep walking and says, I'm right, you're wrong. And then he basically, Wyatt picks him up again and throws him again. The roommate calls the police and <laughs> charges him for assault. The, 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 though, of course, though, he has um, other violations, this Jerome White. He has a lot of uh, 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 pot-related uh, uh, crimes <laughs> that goes with it. So basically, two potheads got into a foot over which is better, Star Wars or Star, Star Trek. Trek, right? And then they got into because one was one felt like he was better than the other and walked away. It's like you know what, you're an idiot. I'm right. You're wrong. And decides to walk away. He gets body slammed for it. Yes. <laughs> Why it still remains in custody at four thousand dollar bond and is hearing he's set for July twenty seventh. <clears throat> wow, that guy's a menace. <laughs> Oh my god! I hope no funyuns were broken or anything. Funyuns and Mountain Dew was spilt all over the place. I see. The thing is, okay, what I need to know, and the article will never tell us. Yeah. I would like to sit down with two of them, or at least one of them. What was the argument about? Like, okay, I get the part of it's been a fight. A, a discussion for ages, which is better, Star Trek or Star Wars? Uh-huh. Some would go, well, if it wasn't for Star Trek, there'd be no Star Wars. And some would say, well, if it wasn't for Star Wars, Star Trek would never have came back. Yes. So, uh, which is more important, but there's been rap songs with Vader and, and Picard yeah. rapping at each other. Like we've seen it a million times. times. right. What was the thing that they fought about? Was it the over... Like, that's, that's where my head goes like I'm like this is poor journalism Ed. it is poor journalism because I, I actually have two articles on this and one was even worse than this one that that really didn't get into whole, like any other debates other than they're talking about this guy Wyatt being arrested for 4,000 right so it's basically the guy who got arrested was also uh, he's also on war- warrants for, for his arrest for pot related instances yes. as well but still I'm like what was the one thing that caused him to go into violence yeah like was it well that's okay Picard sucked anyway yeah. like or was it like oh it's you know, Kirk is better than Picard like you know like, like I'm a Star Wars guy you're a, you're a Trek guy we get in we get into a little tete tete you know <laughs> about it and then like, we drop as a French in there <laughs> but probably did it wrong too um, and it's like okay well like you like Star Trek? I like Star Wars. We go, yeah, but Star Wars has got the Force. What? I don't think that's French. I don't think it is either, but... <laughs> I think it is. I'm just saying. I think it is. If you think it is, tell Ed at ed at wordsweekgeeks.com or me, Sean, at wordsweekgeeks.com. It's S-H-A-W-N. <laughs> um, I, I think, uh, like... Like I see, I think that's poor journalism, man. Yeah, I need to know what what were the specifics of the argument outside of I'm rubber, you're glue. Whatever you say bounces off you, gets stuck, bounces off me, gets stuck on you. Like, oh yeah, fuck you, you fuck, pick him up and throw him down on the ground. Like he, he did twice though. Twice. So like, 
Something pissed him off enough to do it once. Then the guy got up and was like, you fucking crazy. And as he's walking away, he mumbles like, the four sucks. Like, you know? Like, <laughs> Star Wars like, is Star Trek like, boring. He walks away, you fucking you. Everyone knows Greedo shot first. What did you say you fucking? And he picks him and throws him again. Like, yeah. <laughs> like was it that specific? Like, is, is what's his last name? Wyatt. Wyatt? Yeah. Is Wyatt a pro Star Wars or pro Trek? I need to know, like, what side what side of the fence is he on? Because, <laughs> I mean, you can go, well, you know, Greedo shot, Greedo shot first, idiot, and that would trigger him. Or it could be like, well, Picard's better than Kirk, and that could trigger him. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, like which one was it, dude? Right, what was the other two? Was the other, the ones? other ones was... Uh... Popcorn. The popcorn. popcorn? One. Yeah. One. Okay. Yeah, apparently in the uh, the turn of the century, the, the turn of 18 to 19, all right. Uh, the 19th to the 20th, 20th century? century, right. Uh, popcorns weren't sold in theaters because it, at that time, uh, uh, silent movies had to be read. Oh. So it's based on the literacy. Like people, a lot of people were literate, so they couldn't read the films. So people would dress up, go out, and it was, it was like a big event for oh, that. Okay. So they didn't want to have popcorn on the carpets that they were at in the movie theaters. Oh, because it was fancy. Fancy. Because they never thought about hiring people to clean up the aisles at the moment. At well, that they, time. they just didn't want to spend that kind of money. Yeah, you know? because it was probably the Depression. Yeah, it was I during mean, Depression era. Or beginning of, well, before yeah. the Depression era, that's when it kind well, of it started. Still, yeah, the beginning of the 20th, 20th century. So it would be the year 1900. You know, all right. Uh, okay, I guess. You know, the sound movie. Now, of course, when sound did come to theaters, they it now it was the movie for the masses. So people right. were going in. It was during the Depression. They, they, tickets were cheap that people could still go to the movies and afford them. So they actually had popcorn vendors outside. They never still sit and sell. Oh, so you could buy your popcorn outside and bring it in with you. Right. But apparently, they the movie theaters, they set up a, a fee that you would, they, those popcorn vendors had to pay. To sell popcorn outside the the, the uh, theater because they had poor ventilation at the time for popcorn poppers to be to makes be, sense. Sure, you would steam and fire all. and steam. Right. Gotcha. So uh, after after so much time goes by, they realize they could actually rebuild the studio, you know, the theater a little bit and actually have their own uh, popcorn stands. stands, right? And cut out the middleman. So if the charge a fee they can just hire somebody to sell popcorn and other concessions hire one of the guys out front go have a good job come in here we pop the popcorn you just sell it yeah like all right it seems kind of you know popcorn here get your popcorn <laughs> five cents for popcorn <laughs> popcorn here uh, i mean that's interesting little fun fact i mean so apparently but my thing is again i gotta go back to the beginning of it all it's that the silent movie was considered a, a hoity-toity thing right. because people, people were dressed up, suit and dresses. Because they were like, I, find, I honestly thought it was the reason why they didn't have popcorn is they didn't want people chewing over the silent movie <laughs> and distract people. I'm trying to read this. <laughs> or because like when you said like it was an event and people were in the literacy, I could just see them watching and then he said, like, people just reading out loud. <laughs> help, 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 help. It would stop them from enjoying the movie because they're chewing popcorn and talking with their mouth full. People were talking in the movie's back bed. Because <laughs> they were reading the subtitles. <sighs> I really thought it was something like that. Like, I thought, like... I had no idea it would be about the hoity-toityness of like, oh, it's a night out, it's a theater. Right. It was more about just, you know, I honestly thought it was being something as simple as 
well, it's a silent movie. If you're chewing popcorn, it'd be too loud, and maybe people would get distracted. It's like the modern-day cell phone version. <laughs> hey, you want to keep that chewing down, mister? <laughs> that is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> hey, hey, mister, I'm reading here. <laughs> How will I, know? I can't understand the thoughts of my head because he's chewing too loud. How am I going to know that that guy is going to save that girl who's tied to the train tracks? If you keep chewing so loud, I can't read. I can't hear my own thoughts because you're chewing too loud. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> We've reached a new low, apparently. <laughs> Interesting. I'm just saying, like, that's where my head went. Was just like, just because how annoyed I am. Because, like I said, today, I went to the movies. Yeah. The, baby driver was kind of kind of empty. Yeah. It was me, Stacy, and my dad. It was right. kind of on. There was empty seats on his dad's side, but pretty much an empty theater. Like, yeah. road in front of was completely empty. These two women took the last the seats next to me, and they're assigned seats, so that means they went, we'll take this one and this one. Mm-hmm. At least I'm hoping. I kind of feel like I should. Let me see, let me see your ticket. ticket. Let me see your ticket. Tickets, please. You know? <laughs> but this woman had perfume on that really wanted to give me a headache. And they made some disparaging comments about Blade Runner that I don't get into. <laughs> and, oh, but I was like, you know, could you imagine like it being a silent movie and her just chewing a popcorn? Rum, 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 rum. Man, I'm trying to watch a movie. Rum, 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 rum. Like, trying to read here. Like, uh, uh, you know, literacy is really low in this country, and I'm trying really hard to focus, and I can't focus on help me, sir, if I have hum, 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 in coming at the... <laughs> like, yo, lady, stop chewing with your mouth open. Down. <laughs> I can't read. It's crazy. Oh. And then you got people chewing over there and people chewing over there. You're like, it's just this barrage of nothing but chewing sounds. You're just like, you just go nuts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that was the problem back then. You get angry, stomp, bounce, you grind up your engine in your car. I'm going fucking out of here. <laughs> 15 miles an hour. Scoring <laughs> it. You damn open mouth chewers. Destroy my reading. <laughs> I had no idea. It was just because, you know, they were just too lazy to clean up. <laughs> what? Well, that's how I see it. <laughs> And that's the way it was here at Geeksters. <laughs> Not even close. <laughs> All right, well, take that for what it's worth. But now we live in a world where popcorn flows from the ceiling and from the fountains of popcorn. It's all over the seats it's, and the floor. It is now so readily available that if you buy a large popcorn, you can get a refill for free if you're an a- AMC Stubbs member. That's right. <laughs> Half price ticket Tuesdays. That's right. Sometimes I just buy a buck and just pour it all over me. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I reenact the scene from Flashdance, except with, instead of water, it's popcorn. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> All right, folks, there you have it. Thanks for listening to the show. If you want to catch the show live, you can on Sunday nights starting at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on AquanetRadio.com, iTunes Radio, and tune in. Just search Aquanet Radio. Just search Aquanet Radio on those apps. That's right. And if you get a chance, please go to our Facebook page, Geeksters, and give us a like. Follow us on Twitter at Geeksters. And, of course, if there's anything you want to hear or see or have us discuss on the show... Contact Ed at ed at wordswithgeeks.com. We're in contact Sean at Sean at wordswithgeeks.com. That's S-H-A-W-N. All right, folks. See you next week. That was wonderful. Bravo. I loved that. That was great. Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good, It though. could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. It was terrible. Get him away. Hey, boo. Boo.